Hello, and welcome back to another edition of I Am the Woman Caught in Adultery. Are you enjoying the podcast, I Am the Woman Caught in Adultery? Make sure that you share that podcast, that you subscribe to the podcast. That way you get it fresh off the press. Soon as it drops, you get it first. And send me a message or a question to the email address, iatwcia at aol.com. Again, that's iatwcia at aol.com. I look forward to hearing from you and thank you for your support. God, put your spirit on this thing. Hello, friend. Back to talk. Back to share again. And I want to talk about a mother's love. Talked about the hand that rocked the cradle, but I want to talk about a mother's love. I've told my children, I even apologize to them and let them know I may not have done everything right, but I did what I knew to do. And a mother's love will, it'll make you sacrifice. It'll make you think twice. It'll make me bring things under subjection that I ordinarily would have chosen to do otherwise. Because I love my children and always want the best for them. And like I said, may not have done everything right because for one thing, they don't come with instruction manuals. (laughs) The only thing we know is to do the best we can and do what was done to us that was the only thing I knew to do that was how I was raised so I thought this is how you raise your children because when I was growing up I was raised the children were to be seen and not heard and I believe in a child having their voice but I believe in children also being respectful because the Bible told us to train up a child in the way that it should go and yes ma'am and yes sir and no ma'am and no sir have gotten me so far so many times because people say oh you're so well mannered you, you're you so courteous but these young people today they yeah no and to me that's so rude because we were raised to be polite to be respectful to be courteous and especially to our elders if you're talking to somebody of of your peer then yes but when you're talking to older people I was just always taught that you be respectful but a mother's love I think about even in I think it was first kings the third chapter when Solomon in the beginning of the chapter you find Solomon was dreaming and that God had asked him what did he want and Solomon told him he wanted understanding he wanted wisdom he wanted the ability to guide God's people and even as he woke up in Gibeon and realized that it was a dream he later on found out 
that day that it was a reality God had given him the wisdom that he requested the situation came up where two harlots came to him where one had laid on her baby and suffocated the baby and switched babies with the other harlot whose baby was still alive and when they brought the babies to Solomon Solomon said something that shocked everybody he told him bring me a sword because he had already asked God for wisdom and God was getting ready to show him just how wisdom works when you really want to know something all you got to do is test the gangster and a mother's love is going to show one way or another and here we find it when Solomon got the the sword he began to say what I'm going to do is split this baby paraphrasing of course and I'll give half to one and half to the other that way nobody can say I don't have a baby but the true mother of the baby said no king that's okay give her the baby don't kill the baby I don't even it's all right just let her have the baby and the other woman said, no, yeah, go ahead and cut him in half. That way, neither one of us will have a baby. We'll both have a half a living child, a half a baby. And in that answer, Solomon knew that the real mother would rather let that baby live and be without that baby than to kill the baby and nobody have it. A lot of times, mothers make decisions to have abortions and do adoptions and different things because they love a child enough not to want to bring it into the situation that they're in but the ones that that choose to carry babies and this is a no judgment zone so not judgment on anything because I've been on every spectrum from uh, abortions miscarriages having babies so the only thing I haven't dealt with is giving a baby up for adoption and to me that still shows a mother's love because if I'm not capable of taking care of that baby I can relinquish it into the hands of somebody that could give it a better life then that's an even better option than terminating a pregnancy like I said, there's no judgment because I've been there where I've terminated a pregnancy, a couple. And that's something I have to deal with. But a mother's love, when you choose to bring that child into the world, we find ourselves with the three E's. We find ourselves elevated because that's when we learn, that's when I learn to let wisdom guide me. I become educated so I can become an educator because when I was growing up I quit school once I met my children's father because I was so busy running behind him but I went back to school because how can I tell my children what I expect of them if I didn't do it myself and that comes to the last one of being an example and a mother's love First, I want to be elevated so that I can raise this child wisely. And I always thought that it took a man to raise us, raise my boys. But I thought about it, that 
just like I potty trained and raised my girls, I did the same thing with my boys, including teach them how to stand up and use the bathroom. Because daddy was out there making money and providing and making sure we were good. So I was doing like the Bible told me, being a chase keeper of the house, making sure that I took care of my children and raised them the right way. And a mother's love. Even when you don't want that child to be like that mother in Kings, she didn't want her child to die. She'd rather let it stay with the other woman than for the baby to die. That's a real mother's love. And I look at even Mary when she was looking up at Jesus and he was preparing to die. And he looked at John and told John, woman behold thy son and son behold thy mother because Jesus recognized the fact that because of the way he was taught being the eldest son it was his responsibility to make sure that his mother was taken care of so without mother's love as I train up my child in the right way the Bible said train up a child in a way that it should go and when it get old it won't depart Jesus knowing how he had been trained He made sure that the one that he loved, John the disciple, knew this is now your mother. The same way you would take care of your mother, you take care of her. And the Bible said that from that day on, John took care of Jesus' mother. When we train up our children in the way that they should go, that includes discipline and all this. Some people say, well, I don't think you have to discipline, you don't have to spank them. The Bible said that the rod of correction, that foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction will drive it far from them. I'm not saying tie a child to the a chair, starve them, beat them down, kick them and stomp them in the head. But discipline, chastisement is necessary. And a mother's love, that wisdom will teach me how to discipline that child the correct way I'll know how to become educated so that I can educate my child the right way I thought that once children were reached the age of 18 and they were grown that mothering was over but I remember another adage that said from son to son a mother and a woman's work is never done Even as adults, I remember my mom saying things to me that were still instructing me of how to be grown. And I find myself doing the same thing with my children, whether it be in constructive criticism or congratulations. But it's nice to be nice. And if I never let them know that I'm proud of them, If I never tell them I love them, I can't assume that because of what I did that they know. We think that come to find that no matter what you do, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. If you talk about it and don't show it enough, it's a problem. If you show it and don't talk about it enough, it's a problem. So I'm learning to get a balance where I make sure that I show it and tell it. 
they used to have a segment in school that we call show and tell. I'm learning to, with that mother's love, show and tell. Don't just talk about it and not be about it. And don't just be about it and don't talk about it. I want to make sure that that mother's love is extended through my action as well as my word. And then through my word as well as my action. So I want there to be a balance. But there is that mother's love that will cause me to elevate and use my wisdom in order to instruct my children the right way. If I see that I'm teaching them the wrong things and we keep coming up with the wrong result, then I might need to try something different. And that's why even in being the example and being the educator, I go through it and learn it so that I can pass the information on. And that's why as far as being the educator, I'm going back and relearning how to be a mother, how I'm supposed to be that proper mother and show that mother's love. I don't want it to be about the stuff that I can give. I don't want it to be about what I can provide. I want it to be because I've elevated and allowed that wisdom to cause me to be an instructor that instructs my children. how to be an example. The same way that Jesus came here, God sent his only begotten son. He came to be an example to show me how to walk and talk and how to deal with people and how to turn the other cheek sometimes even when I don't want to do that. And it's the same thing within the family dynamic because love begins at home. Charity begins at home. And I'm the first example. I'm the first educator. I'm the first form of love that my children see and that they know. And I definitely, I don't want it to be anything less than than a mother's love. 